This is a sound check. Does it still work when I do this? When I mute all channels? Oh, pee pee poo poo. Uh. <sighs> Drew Hallway is back on the podcast. I'm we... back. Drew, speak loud oh, as you can. I'm back. I'm here. I haven't been here since my episode, was my last episode, which is called Crime Wave. What was that, two years ago? Probably. <laughs> oh. I still haven't seen Crime Wave. Yeah, I'll see that movie. It's I got to. It's a good movie. Um, I haven't seen any movie except for I've watched Heat like probably twice a week for the past year or so. So Heat is the movie you've seen more than any other movie. No. No? No. I watched... Um, probably It's the movie I've seen the most recently. The most, the was most. It the spy the who shagged me. I watched that movie a lot of times. You watched Austin Powers too, the spy who shagged me. I uh, a lot. I remember when you were watching that all the time. Yeah, I watched. I, I watched that movie like I, I wanted to watch a movie every day, and then I thought it'd be funny to make it the same movie every day. But I didn't have that idea until like January like nineteenth. So I had to like really quickly. I watched the movie mm. like 19 times in one day. <laughs> and uh I watched I watched that movie a whole lot and then I and then by like March I got really really sick of it and I stopped doing that bit. Okay, so um, Heat. I recently saw Heat, the Michael Mann classic. Yeah, and um Natalie Portman mm-hmm. attempts to commit suicide in that movie. She does. Yeah. And she's 14 or 15 when that. So this has been an interesting podcast. That's it. <laughs> Um, Good night, everybody. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> um, I don't want to do this anymore. This is over. <laughs> you had a lot of good jokes about killing yourself tonight. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It's my speciality. Okay. So, <laughs> have you shared this on different podcasts, or would you like to share with my Healing Club audience your plan to commit suicide? Oh, I have. I've got a couple plans to commit suicide. And these um, are bad plans. This is not. I'm not condoning suicide. I don't think suicide is the answer. It's I a am. terrible solution to a temporary it's, it's problem. A it's very, a permanent solution. It's to a, a permanent solution problem, to a temporary problem. Yeah. And Do not commit suicide. You. It will solve all your problems. Yeah, because you'll be dead. And yeah. You won't have any more problems. But you, you will know, never it's again. Not worth it. It's you not will worth literally. It. You will never again have to worry about like, oh, I'm not going to be able to pay rent this month. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hate my boss. But you were you were saying something about you know it takes a lot of balls to jump off of a building it, or it, something you know like, it, the people will say that like it doesn't take balls you could be a woman and do it too you yeah uh, it yeah. takes guts gonads yeah it takes um, genitals takes yeah unless you're a eunuch and you do it yeah if you're a eunuch then you, you'd have a reason if you were involuntarily oh, yeah. like eunuch you know if someone and, cut your balls off and then you killed yourself I'd be like yeah I okay mean, I, I get, get it. it. Yeah. And if you cut your own balls off and then kill yourself. I'd be like, wow, he, he was really trying to save himself by yeah. cutting his balls off. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. Right. Suicide Terrible is like the, yeah. the ultimate way to make sure that you don't spread your seed. Um, murder is murder. Uh, cool. Like, and more fun. Fa- if you already have kids, you could murder them just keep yeah. your, you know. But uh, let's not talk about murdering kids. I don't Ly- think. Lions do that all the time. Like, lions. Yeah, if, like if like a lion really wants to fuck uh, a lioness. I've heard uh, dogs eat, eat eat like the smallest, youngest one, or the lion, dogs dogs eat their own kids a lot. Lions will like kill the entire like litter of new kids just to like get the get the lioness in heat again, so she so they can fuck again. Okay, so I'm gonna go get a beer. Do you want to explain your uh, plan of um you know the Uber Eats plan? Yeah. So okay, um, one second. <laughs> uh, my my way that I I'm gonna kill myself uh is I have a few plans but this is like if I ever make enough money to like own a Tesla or like another car with self driving capabilities is I'm gonna get in the car and I'm gonna get my shotgun and I'm gonna tie a rope around like the guardrail of the highway and then also the trigger of the gun and I'm gonna set it to like start self driving somewhere so that like and the window's down and so like as it drives it'll pull the rope taut blow my head off and then pull the shotgun out the window and then it'll just like my the car will just deliver my body to my enemy's house like uber eats and start honking the horn 
and then like come out the house like, oh, what the fuck? Who's honking the horn? And they'll like go to the car and it'll be like my headless body. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was your first plan. My first plan. And um, uh, I didn't get you one. Or did I get you a beer? You didn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, oh it's there. there. <laughs> I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't looking. Okay. Um, my um, second plan to kill myself <laughs> Is I'm gonna uh, break into the city morgue, <laughs> and the laugh is—it's not funny. It's, it's not—it's not funny to break into the city morgue. It's, it's pretty funny. No, if no, you're gonna I mean, do if you're gonna do pranks with the dead bodies, uh-huh. uh huh. I'm gonna break into the city morgue and like take a bunch of bodies. I'm gonna hang them all mm, off of the off the 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 be someone overpass in Houston. There's an overpass with graffiti. This is written on it, it's famous for yeah there's a, there's there's a oh god like let me a, turn that heater off it's second. like a famous graffiti on the overpass that says be someone and i'm gonna hang all these bodies from that overpass over the freeway and i'm also gonna hang myself and i'm gonna do it at like 5 a.m so that like morning traffic is gonna see it and be like, oh my god, it's been a mass suicide, and they're by the time like the cops get there to investigate, they're like, oh, hey guys, don't worry, it's just one guy. And you know how everyone was like really sad about the mass suicide? Don't be so sad. Yeah, it was right. only one weirdo. It was just one who, guy who who stole twenty bodies. And you then, don't have um, to be sad. Made you it get, look like they all be kind of committed suicide this. at the same time. Yeah, it'll, it'll that would be you know. I, I don't like that plan as much. I think that that hurts a lot more people than just your one enemy. My thing is I don't want I think, people to be sad. Yeah, yeah. So so don't don't do that to the families of the people who you know whose loved ones just died in them. Like, yeah. how would you feel if your mother you know was hanging from the overpass bridge that said "Be someone"? And I'd was, be like, at least yeah. she went out with a message. Okay, well, some well, of like, us aren't as cynical as you are. I feel like I I think like uh, my last episode with Eddie. Aviles, I uh, we got a little dark. Elijah's kind of racial, man. Just because he's no, no. I just think the just the mood was a little sour. Just because he's Latinx, you have to call it a dark episode. It was it was a it was a little bit contentious. Yeah, it was it was kind of. Um, you gotta stop that guy from saying the N word, man. <laughs> he doesn't. I physically can't yeah. stop him from saying it. We were just harshly criticizing each other, and uh, yeah. yeah. He went a little too far. What's what's your what's your uh, worst uh, criticism of me? Oh, um, are you gonna follow up with your worst criticism of me, or is this gonna be the part where I mean um, you? And I was you just hoping maybe anything. this would trigger like a like a fluid conversation. <laughs> it would have like a flow. I, um, or, you know. I feel like you rely too much on self-deprecation, and you ignore all the parts about yourself that are like positive. Mm-hmm. And like you rely too much on like shitting on yourself because I feel like you're afraid of success. Yeah, I don't know how to handle a yes. Yeah, that's what's terrible about compliments. Is I, uh, I feel like if anyone like ever said something nice to you, you'd be like, oh, shut fuck the you. fuck up. Oh, fuck you. Shut up. Uh, no, I'm uh, garbage. Yeah. I went up on stage at the Bad Astronaut Brewery on Tuesday, and uh, yeah. that was yesterday. I went up uh, and I went first and. I felt a little bit like uh, like I had to be self-deprecating to excuse the fact that I bumped everybody to go yeah. up because it's it's kind of my open mic, you know. Even I host it, you know. It was one of my off weeks. I just wanted to I wanted to get in and get out and go home. And I went up in front of everybody else, and I was doing pretty good. But you know, I did I did I did pretty well. But then at the end, I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of great people here tonight. I did not do well. I did not do well. Don't think this was good. I'm leaving. And, it, and I, I closed out the set. Look, didn't need to say that. I didn't need to tell everybody. Hey, I did not do well. Okay, well, I'll see you later. I'm, I'm dead. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm terrible. Do you, do you think that you're so comfortable with the concept of mediocrity that you're afraid to acknowledge your own successes, mm. and so you'll self-sabotage your uh, every success you have just to keep yourself in your comfort zone of being middling at comedy because yeah just knowing what to say success. next because if i do well then i don't know what the fuck to say next yeah. how do you follow that up like with actual laughter from people yeah like now what am i supposed to do am i supposed to do something that makes me laugh again i don't have that in me 
I can't do that more than once. I mean, that's why I got to talk down about myself, you know? I was like, hey, give everybody a chance to breathe, you know? And, uh, or think, a, isn't that the worst when you have a good joke and nothing else in the set is as funny as the one joke that worked so you know oh, that the yeah. rest of your set sucks in comparison to oh, the one yeah. thing that was good? A lot of times, like, the one part of my set that I'm like, oh, this is my favorite part of the set is the part that bombs the most. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one like, thing I cared about I'm doing like, tonight. This is yeah. really funny. I mm. think this is funny. And then I say it and everyone's like, we disagree with you. <laughs> I, I think that's actually dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play the hits. Smash like, mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm just up there like, oh, no, I wanted to work on my new bit about like society. But instead, I got to go up and grab them. Like, Somebody <laughs> once told me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's poor smash mouth guy. Yeah, that guy killed himself. No, he didn't. He just ate bad food and drank a lot and partied hard and did his did his life. You know, like had a he had a good he run. Didn't, he didn't you know? on purpose kill himself. No, nah, no, nah, he just. But he died from his own actions. Well, he died from his negligence and his yeah. uh, inability to uh, keep in shape mm. and uh, eat right and diet exercise. That's kind of suicide. No, it's it's just um it's just it's, it's sui- just giving in. It's, it's just su- having a good it's time. Suicide without like the honor, uh, without the like balls. suicide the slow way. Yeah, the slow suicide. Yeah, my uncle uh, tried to commit suicide that way. He would just eat sticks of butter and like tubs of sour cream, and you know, just to he, then it just got to be gross habits. <laughs> I, they didn't work for a long time. He was just uh, he would just I, come over. I, but he had diabetes, and it would just make him sick and fart, and his smell would be really terrible. And he, oh, his, his, his white T-shirt tank top. He'd wear these white T-shirts that weren't tank tops, but by the time he was done with them, they were tank tops because the sweat from his armpits would rot through the shirts. Oh, my God. And then he always liked to have his uh, arms up so that everybody could smell. And yeah. it was just like – it was antisocial and disgusting. And it was just like, this is who I am. And it was, he was resentful at the world because he used to be rich. And then he lost everything. And now he's like, now everybody has to deal with me because I'm pissed off and I'm poor and I stink and I'm fat and I'm dying and fuck you. Merry Christmas. And that was that's, that's my family. You can be rich and stinky. Fuck you. You can't be poor and stinky. Mm. No, I think most poor people like are stinky. Yeah, that's kind of a, one of the signs of being poor is that you stink. Yeah. I think rich people are allowed to be stinky. Oh yeah, that's a luxury. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's the way to. That's my. That's real... the least. If, like, like, what would you do if you were rich? I would not stink. I think yeah. that's like the first thing I would do if what? I was rich. I would just not stink. Bro, what? <laughs> I would like nothing around me would stink. If, if I was dude, and, <laughs> if I was rich, if I was like, if I was like bread, if I was paped up, uh. The literally the first thing I would do if I like won a million dollars is I would just like pay my rent. I would pay my own rent for the next. All right, let's be real here. Twenty five years, because I don't think I'm going to make it to 50. Well, it would be cool to have your rent paid for 25 years. I would like guarantee that I would. just. Why not just buy the property? No. Oh, yeah. Because if I buy the property, then I have to take care of maintenance. Mm. Pay um, somebody to do that. If you have enough money, you won the lottery. That's like, I, when. You, when are we going to release this podcast? Uh, tomorrow, tonight. Okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Okay. Um, cause we're in the middle of a legal battle right now. Who's in a legal battle? Me with my landlord. And you you paid twenty five months or twenty five years in advance. No, no, no. Um, you're twenty five or twenty six. I'm twenty six. Okay. So what happened was, um. I was at a wedding. I was at my friend's wedding. Uh, Donnie Eckhart, uh, ex Houston comic. I remember Donnie. You remember Donnie? He used yeah. to run uh, Blue Giraffe up in Spring. Did yeah. you ever do the mic? I think I might have. It was uh, a really fun mic that no audience ever showed up to, so mm. it would just be comics going up for each other, and that was really fun. At the time, it probably seemed fun. It was. It was fun <laughs> looking back on it. Yeah. Um, I think it actually helped me. Yeah. Be like looser and less afraid of bombing because once you go up for like three comics who have seen the same set again and again like you don't give a fuck about like people not laughing anymore you don't have to do the shit you wrote out in your car no no you can like try new shit out and that like i think 
doing that mic over and over again made me, I think, better at improv. And doing that mic and made me like gave me an end to his D and D group, which gave me an end to the guy I live with now, and he's a great guy. But um, the fuck was now you're in a legal battle. Uh, I am in a legal battle. Uh-huh. Um, that was gross. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's you fine. can edit that out. No, I won't. All right. Um, so I was at Donnie's wedding, and um, I got a little bit too drunk. But I also was like financially unstable, so I didn't have enough money to like get a hotel room at the place. So I was like, "Oh, I'll just drive home, oh, and sleep it off at home." So you had you got drunk in the wedding. You had nowhere to go. I I didn't drive. I Ubered. I rode oh. with my roommate, who didn't get very drunk, and he got a hotel room. And I was like, "Oh, I'll just Uber home," and it'll be like five thousand dollars. It was like fifty dollars. Oh, okay. But it was like less than I would spend on getting a hotel room there and like I didn't want to deal with like sleeping at a place that's not my own home and but I get home and but I had like left my backpack in the hotel room and had my keys in it when I got to the hotel room um my roommate was like doing sex on a woman because he's straight but you took an uber back to the motel after you already a, went all the way home in the uber and no, then you I, got another I, uber to come we, back to get your keys dro- we, i got back to the hotel room and then i was going to uber home but in my rush to like grab my bag i accidentally didn't grab my keys because oh. i left them somewhere i had my backpack and i didn't have my keys and mm. i got home and i was like how the fuck all right well the door's locked I don't have a way into the garage, but I climb on the balcony, and hopefully that's unlocked. Ah, fuck. We didn't leave the balcony unlocked. So, uh, luckily, I'm, uh, I'm I'm a lock. I can pick locks. Okay. Where did you learn that skill? I learned that skill working for the city because oh. a lot of times, like, we would have to get into buildings. Oh, yeah. You used to work for the sanitation Yeah, stuff. I used to work yeah. for water and waste plants. And a lot of times, we would have to, like, get into areas to, like, work on shit. And if the plant operator wasn't there or if he was, like, we couldn't reach him, I would just, like, pick the lock and we would get into the room and, like, fix the chlorination. Did system. you watch, like, a YouTube video on how to yeah, pick locks? Yeah, I, I watched like, a couple YouTube videos and I, like, studied and, like, I could pick locks pretty well. Um, but, I, like, all my tools were inside, so I just kicked the front door down of our apartment. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, which is another really easy Ex- skill to learn. Very expensive thing to do too yeah oh it's like so by the time kicking the door down is you so should have just gotten the original getting it hotel. fixed yeah. is so expensive <laughs> like, <laughs> i just kicked the fucking door down yeah. and then I was, you were financially unstable at the time so, so financially but not unstable. really thinking about like no yeah. i was drunk and i had to get in the home because i it was so cold outside i wasn't just gonna sleep outside on the balcony so i just kicked the door down to get inside to sleep oh and i then, couldn't afford to get an uber back to the hotel and then Okay, so then did you have your keys, and then when did you walk into Donnie having sex? <laughs> uh, that was a different time. Oh, okay, so you're getting I, all these things mixed up. Yeah, like I, uh, I, 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 I kicked like the, the time you ruined a hotel room by microwaving a pizza or something. Or like, oh, that was years ago. Um, that wasn't even years ago. I was uh, on the road with Jesse. Yeah, um, we did a, we called it going on tour, but we just did open mics in like eight different cities in two weeks Mm. (laughs) we didn't get booked on anything we just did open mics for two weeks that's kind of fun it was really fun Um, yeah i've never never done that uh yeah i kicked the door down to my own apartment and then uh i called (laughs) i like put a repair notice in with the property owner i was like hey our door got busted in. We need someone to repair the foundation, the like the door frame. And they were like, oh, what happened? Because this doesn't seem like damage that would happen through everyday use. And so I didn't lie to them. Yeah. But I also didn't tell the truth. Okay. I was like. You didn't deny I, doing I, it. You just I made was, it seem I like. I was like, well, my roommate got, uh, my roommate came home from a wedding and the door had been like kicked in. Like, did you file a police report? It was like, no, because nothing had been stolen. <laughs> oh, and they believed you? They believed me, and they're like, well, we're still going to charge you. And I was like, damn, you shouldn't do, <laughs> because someone kicked in our door. <laughs> oh. 
someone kicked our fucking door in. And but they were, fixed it. They did fix it. Okay. But they were like, so since this doesn't seem like normal use of the door, yeah. we're going to charge you like $600. I think that's kind of fair, actually. I think I think that's know, insane. I, don't, I think I, like 200 okay. to repair a door frame. You could do it with 200 bucks. Yeah. You should have done that. I should Not have. told them. Ah, dude, I'm such a lazy piece of shit. Dude, <laughs> like, one of my one of my friends was like, after we did this, he was like, I would have done it for like beer. And I was like, where were you when it happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they want like 600 bucks. To re- I'm, I'm not fucking paying it. Yeah. Because I, like no shot that $600 for the pair because they didn't do it right. And since they fixed it, like the deadbolt doesn't close properly. You have to like put your shoulder into the door and like shove it before it'll like lock or anything. And it's like worse now than it was when it was broken. Mm. I'm not fucking paying. (laughs) I used to live in a really disgusting apartment. And, uh, and then when I moved out, uh, they charged me. They didn't give me my deposit back because of a cat smell in the, and I was like, do you know what I did to make this place cleaner? Like, which I, I actually like, uh, like when I moved into this place, it was like the filthiest, there was, there was refrigerator scum that had like, like, like a whole refrigerator drawer filled with stagnant water and like, and, and under the fridge there were like, it looked like the movie aliens, you know, with the pods of the bugs, you know, like when you look, look in a certain drawer, like. There was just there was so there was so much filth there when I moved into it. It was like Jesus. a toxic like dump situation, and there were roaches crawling up and down the walls. The when I looked at the place, yeah, and it was the cheapest place I could live in at the time. So That's I was like, I okay, I'll move in. But then I cleaned it up, and it didn't have quite as many roaches. But it was never a great apartment. But I had a cat there, and he he didn't give me any money from my deposit back, even though I improved the place like vastly and i was so mad but uh when we moved in the uh the dryer was like not hooked up to anything you had a dryer fancy oh you know we have a washer dryer inside it's like a house Mm. but like we're only renting the top floor and like another couple is renting the bottom floor but there's only one AC that controls for both of the houses mm. for both floors. And so we have, we have to share the AC. And, like, the agreement is because we pay more for rent and because we own more firearms than them, we get to decide what temperature the house is. You have firearms, huh? I do, yeah. Um, mm. I like to exercise my constitutional rights. Oh. Um. I'm uh, I'm a little afraid of guns, but my my brother has a bunch of guns. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Oh, I wanted to talk about this show, Telemarketers. Oh, go for it, yeah. Okay, so this show, Telemarketers, is on HBO or Max or whatever. And don't, don't dead name Max. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's um <laughs> like it's a, it's produced by the Safety Brothers. It's a documentary about this uh, telemarketing company, and um they purport to be helping the police or the troops or they call up different uh you know like they they have an index and as i was saying it's like ex-cons and um teenagers and stuff working there and just doing these cold calling sales to sell uh pledge money to help the um the police uh motor pool or something or just you know practical resources for uh troops to have reinforced doors on the humvees or you know they they were they were selling like uh you know and you get a decal that says you help the police and it'll keep you from getting pulled over and you know it's an investment or something did did you ever watch generation kill uh yeah i did a long time ago um remember the the one soldier who like uh, well i don't remember any specific episodes it was like in the first episode he was talking like I I, i called in i called into this line and i made all the payments where i was supposed to get uh, like a like a titanium shield for my turret gun. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Can anyone check see if it's like come in yet? <laughs> it, it never came in. I imagine it being like some shit like that. Yeah, it was like a scam company. They weren't sending the money to anything. <laughs> They're not sending that shit to fuck. Yeah. They, so the telemarketers uh, like story is about um, like people who were working for this telemarketing company who realize it's a scam. And then they take documentary footage of them going to work and, and doing their job and, and what they're selling. And and, um, and they're investigating the uh, like where the money actually goes to. And I just think it's really funny that the person who just like collected all this money and distribute like like kept 90 percent of it for himself, paid employees 10 bucks an hour to pull this money from unsuspecting old lady citizens sending out the you know very little money that they have when they're living on a fixed income or something so that they think they they're helping the police or the yeah. military or something and, and and it's just this guy who has a christian rock band that like he's like b- paying to play in arenas and stuff and like he's terrible what? <laughs> like, oh my god what is the name of the band <laughs> Because he's accepting the he's accepting these feeble old ladies' money with arms wide open under the sunlight. I forget the name of the band. Welcome uh, to this play. How shit, can shit, 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 shit. Uh, my my neighbor. Okay, no more singing. With arms wide open, wide open. I always like the way he pronounced that. Where he says like wide open. To be the man. <laughs> he says, what kind of a man are you? What kind of a man are you, Drew Hallway? A beer man. <laughs> what kind, are you a beer man? A beer man. Mm. Yeah. My, my new cat's a man. Well, he's, he's, I guess boy. he's still a boy. But, yeah. but he's Martin. a eunuch. Which, Martin. Which yeah. Martin is he named after? Shkreli or Lawrence? Mm, Steve Martin or Martin Short or Martin Scorsese or yeah Martin Screlly. He doesn't give off Italian vibes. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. He gives off like mm, I read the press on insulin. Yeah, <laughs> he seems. I think he seems like um, Martin yeah. Short kind of character. I don't know. I don't think he's as witty as Martin Short. I feel like if your cat had the ability, he would have raised the price of AIDS medicine. Yeah, <laughs> just to just so that he could like, like keep all the profits and party. Two thousand percent. Yeah, I, I bet that's that's that's. He, he seems like a piece of shit, but he's such a cute piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. he's such a cute piece Martin Screlly was pretty young when he amassed his fortune and built all those people. Yeah, yeah. he was like a superstar of the uh, you know, of and he, and he whatever bought, world that is. He bought that. He bought that Wu Tang album. Oh yeah. Yeah. You bought the original pressing or something? They uh they did this thing where like we got an album, we only saw one copy of it. Oh and Martin Shkreli was like, I'll buy that shit. It was like thirty <laughs> it's for million. Me. It was like thirty million dollars and he was like not letting anyone else listen to it. Mm. Here's the fucking thing though, is like they haven't been good since like ninety eight. Oh, okay. And it's like cause now they're all like old and like if you see them in concert, they're just like forty and fifty. And That's like, not that old. I, I think they're older than me. Oh, you're old. I'm 44. I think they're older than me. They're older than you. Yeah, because they were famous they were, when I was like 14. They were in their 20s when you were in yeah. your teens. Yeah, so it seems like, like a big difference then. So there's it's like not 50 that. and 60 now. Yeah. And they're just like all yelling over each other. Mm. And fucking <laughs> Method Man. and. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think... Um, you were an older... Did you listen to the new Andre 3000 album? I did. Yeah, what'd you think? I... I enjoy it, but I also really like instrumentals. Mm-hmm. Um, like when my Spotify Wrapped came out, it was my second, my number two band was Low Roar, oh. and uh, they're like um, they they did a lot of work with uh, Hideo Kojima for Death Stranding, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of like slower, sadder instrumentaler type music, and I only really listen to them when I'm like really sad. Yeah. And so when it was like, here's the here's the timeline of when you listen to Low Roar, and I was like, it's just the timeline of all the times this year when I've been really really sad. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, March was sad. Hmm. I listened to uh, when I was rearranging my apartment today. I I uh, 
I, I listened to Pet Shop Boys. I did a deep dive for like three hours listening to nothing but Pet Shop Boys. What's your favorite Pet Shop Boys song? There are so many, but um, I would I would say Rent. That's a good one. You know that one? Yeah. Yeah. I my, love you. You're paying my rent. My uh, Look my. at my hopes. <laughs> Look at my dreams. The currency we spend. Yeah. My favorite is still uh, their cover of Go West. I don't know that one. Yeah. Go where oh. life is peaceful there. Yeah. Go where yeah, yeah. in the open. And like, if you look at the music video, it's all like, it's very Soviet, but also really, really gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's very silly. I love how, um, how gay they were from the beginning. You know, in the 80s, they were like the most unapologetically gay with at a time when you really had to apologize. Yeah. Be, sorry about AIDS. <laughs> like, the uh, whole world that. hated gay people in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, uh, I like how everyone's like, I hate gay people and all those crack smokers, but I love Ronald Reagan. Mm. Like, who do you think invented crack cocaine and AIDS? I don't think it was Ronald Reagan personally. Yeah. Ronald yeah. Reagan personally was in the lab chefing yeah. up crack cocaine. Mm. He was like, he, he, Ronald Reagan was like, uh, put this out to all the people. There's Bill Clinton. I can't do it. <laughs> <voices. laughs> yeah. He's like, I did not have sexual relations with crack cocaine. <laughs> they misunderestimated me. I did not release crack cocaine into mm. underfunded minority yeah. neighborhoods. <laughs> All right. That was the guy before me. I, I was watching The Wizard of Oz today, and uh, uh, I hadn't – it's really funny. Like the uh, the – the, if I only had a brain oh, wait, song, wait, the the was, the old one. If you, if you only had a brain, then you know he he just start to thinking. It'd be smarter than Lincoln. He rhymed thinking in Lincoln. I was good. like thinking like Lincoln, yeah. like smart with your smarts. You yeah, know, if you only had a brain, it could, it, the, it could be you know instead of hey you know being stuffed in. You know, it's a good thing to. Do you think that you? It's a good be, thing to have a brain. Do you think you know? you'd be better yeah. or worse as a stand-up comic if instead of a brain you had a bunch of straw, straw and hay, yeah, straw and hay up in there? Yeah, I don't know. It depends on the room, what the mood is like. You know, <laughs> kind of depends on the vibe. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, you ever think you're gonna make it as a stand-up comic? Fucking no. <laughs> what? God no. Well, no. Um. Do you concern yourself with these questions of like, you know, no, cause is this good for my career? I, what uh, are people going to like this? What fucking like 10 years from now? I just hope I like it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like, uh, I hope I like the joke. And then my second priority is do the other comics like this joke. Mm. <laughs> And then if I manage to catch some of the crowd in the crossfire, then that's like fun. That's like fun, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's it's mostly just for me. <laughs> um, yeah, you did a great job tonight. Mm. Tonight was fun. Um, <laughs> I liked when you um walked out of the curtain, and uh, I like I like your confidence. I like when you uh, he he ends his set where he goes, uh, "You guys like impressions." Okay, next comic, they're gonna enjoy impressions, and then you leave the stage. You know, or whoever, they, what do you say? Like you guys like impressions? <laughs> oh fuck! And then, and then uh, <laughs> you guys like impressions? Like ah oh, shit, <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, well, this, that's for the next uh, comic. Whoever's, no, whoever's they, next, yeah. they really, they really, they, like they really like impressions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, classic Drew. Yeah. Classic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like being silly. <laughs> yeah, I heard um, this one comic that I'm friends with had an opportunity to audition for Saturday Night Live, but then didn't produce a tape within two weeks. Oh, and then uh, it's somebody we both know, and it's like he's just too lazy to even get a tape. We can cut this out. Who was it? I'm not gonna say. He's no. a friend. I, I, but, I, I, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell anyone. Oh okay. Well, <laughs> like, 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 off, yeah. like when we stop recording, it's a chaotic person. 
And that's kind of what you are, Drew. And I think it's, it's a little bit like me. You know, I just I, I don't take care of my problems or I, I don't do the things that are opportunities. I, I distrust. As you said to me, I, I, I tear myself down. I get self-deprecating when I don't need to be. Yeah. And I can't take yes for an answer. Yeah. I, I, I just always I'm like, I'm expecting a no. And I only know how to deal with a no. Yeah. And, and like, I don't make any sense if I'm, I'm yeah. doing well. This is uh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, the, I'm the same fucking way. It's really hard for me to accept like praise or compliments because like, do you think it was from our upbringing? Hmm. Uh. Your your fear of uh of of being a person that other people respect. It's more of just like uh, less a fear of respect and more of just like growing used to disappointment and disrespect and so that like anything outside of anything outside of hatred is like new and uncomfortable for you oh you're like i don't know how to deal with this and i don't want to i don't want to figure out how yeah like okay i'm not gonna accept love because we're, love feels bad it's not what i deserve i can't handle it i can't give back so what yeah of, yeah Jumping out of our own comfort zones, or or, or feeling actual love, or having yeah. uh, actual power, I I just I, I have some fear of having actual power, of being the person who other people hate, because I make choices and decisions that go against what they're trying to do. That would be that would be tough, you know, to be like the guy that uh, people are like fuck Bob. Like I I think people say fuck Bob. Like who cares what Bob thinks? Yeah. They're not like. Fuck Bob! I'm so mad at Bob. Yeah. I, I think they're just like, eh, fuck Bob. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm more comfortable in that zone. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Bob. Fuck it. You know? What do you think is your? Hmm. Hmm. Are you getting those stress hiccups? Yeah. Yep. What do you think is your like big opinion? That would turn everyone against you. Oh, I don't really uh, like you're now in charge mm. of everything and anything. Um, What change would you make to what I do every day to uh, anything no, or to the comedy scene? What change would you make in general that would make people go, oh, fuck, Bob. Oh, God damn it, Bob. Bob did blah, 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 fucking piece of shit. Be like, abortions I'll... for all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Abortion mandatory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. In the comedy scene, I guess I would. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't go there to make enemies. And I, I really I really I, I have should. a look. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't try who, to make who's uh, the worst comic in Houston. I don't want it's like. I, I don't even. Uh, we can cut this out. No, I can't actually. We're not gonna cut this. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think? Uh, is, who do you think is okay. worst? Okay. Mm. You can't say yourself, you sad bitch. <laughs> no, I um of the entire time that I've done comedy. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't know. I think uh, there was a there was a guy named Sean Barbie, who. He always talked like this when he was on stage, <laughs> and his catchphrase was "Lest I digress." <laughs> he would say, "And that, that other that thing, lest I digress." That, and and then he wasn't talking about anything. It was just, but lest he. I <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the he did a he did a thing when I was um running an uh, an open mic where he's like. <laughs> I'm going to buy everyone a shot. Everyone in the whole bar gets a shot if I can go up next. And so he bought like 50 shots of whiskey and uh, the bartender, nobody wanted 50 shots of whiskey <laughs> except for like three people who did all of them. And then they went outside and puked all over the picnic table. <laughs> and uh, it was like a bad time. <laughs> it was, we were having a good night. And he ruined it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you're a really fun guy. <laughs> I, uh, he also seemed like he had a lot of guns, and I was scared of him. But I, uh, like, like one of those people you'd be scared of. That you don't scare me that you have guns. It just seems eh, I don't yeah. know. It, I, uh, it's it's it seems a little scary to 
to feel like you need one. Yeah. But uh Oh, I don't I don't think I am ever gonna be in a situation where I need a gun. Oh. I just like them. <laughs> you just like shooting them in a shooting range or something? Yeah. Yeah. I mm. like shooting guns. Yeah. Um I shot a fifty cal when I was in the army. The uh in the I blew up a cow. Shot it directly at a cow and I destroyed a cow completely the, with the, the fifty cal. The fifty yep. cal, yeah. like the blew a like, hole right through like it. The yeah. Barrett or like the like the M two. Yeah. We had a choice to shoot a fifty cal slug through a brick wall or a living cow, and I chose a living cow. And um, that was our end of basic training. I can't believe you chose to kill my wife. <laughs> oh, my wife. My wife. Oh, wait, wait. Can you, can you move? Can you? I can't do it. I can't do it at all. Oh, I can't do it. At all. My brother could do that perfectly. Like, Patrick? Scott. Yeah. Scott is the one who was super talented at doing the mooing noise. <laughs> What's Patrick up to? Is he still trucking? Uh, no. He's, uh, he's grounded. He had a heart attack. He's. Oh, no. He's been in a bunch of different surgeries, and uh, I don't think he's doing that great. I think yeah, he's he uh, yeah, he, it's been a bad year for him. Yeah. Uh, he used to like comment on a bunch of my Facebook posts. Does he? <laughs> he used to. Oh yeah. And then he stopped, and I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't like comedy. But now that I know that he's like had an accident, I'm like, oh no. Oh. Because I used to like post a lot about like trucking. <laughs> Uh, just like being across the country, you'd be like, "Yep, Toledo really is like that." <laughs> oh, yeah, I love my brother Patrick. Yeah. Uh, hope he's. Uh, I, I hope need. He I need to go home. I need to. I need to travel back to uh, yeah. Chicago and see my family. I really should. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm. I'm just uh, trying to try not to spend a lot of money. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm just a cheap bitch. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, dude, you like that? Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I wish I, I wish I had a Christian rock band, but it was totally funded by the contributions of ordinary people <laughs> like you. <laughs> it would be uh, like, like a, like a, like a, uh, like a Christian rock band funded by the taxpayers. <laughs> like, like a, I like the idea of like a really heavily funded Christian rock band that yeah. still gets nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a super bad Christian rock band. Like, there's like a subplot in Charlie Wilson's war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fucking, it's just like, now, Charlie, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell Congress all about this band I like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that movie. It's, uh, it's like, it's the, it's the, I know Tom Hanks and Philip Seymour Hoffman are in it. It's the strong, inspiring story of the CIA arming the Mujahideen, who then became the Taliban. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in order to fight the Soviets. Yeah, it's yeah. very funny. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like that. It's one of my favorite scenes in any movie. Is uh, <laughs> where we first meet Philip Seymour Hoffman, where like his uh, his boss is like. Look, I know that's not the kind of guy that you are. I'm not gonna expect you to like get huh? I was like, I'm not gonna expect that, so just like apologize and then like we'll get it over with and we'll get back to it. So like <laughs> excuse me, what the fuck? <laughs> I was told that I was coming here for you to apologize to me. <laughs> He's like, Why you fucking break my window and I was supposed to apologize to you? <laughs> He's like, Oh that 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 Helsinki job was mine. <laughs> that's a like you sound like Sean Connery. I'm not good at voices, man. Oh, but it was a passable Philip Seymour Hoffman for a second. But then it, then it became he's Sean like a, Connery. He's like, a, oh. he's like, you I'm can't like, handle the truth. Like, I've been like finished for five years. And, uh, uh, what, what the fuck is like, people would try to kill me for 20 years. People who know how. And you think that's because my dad was a Greek soda pop maker? Because I'm an American spy. Go fuck yourself, you fucking child. <laughs> you so go great. fuck yourself, you fucking child. Was go that from uh, from Mission Impossible? It's still one, uh, yeah. still Charlie Wilson's word. Go fuck yourself, you fucking child. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. And then <laughs> you ever tell somebody that you fucking child? You're, You're fucking acting like a goddamn <laughs> child. 
That, that was me when I used to shit talk my kids. You didn't have kids? No, I didn't, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I used to be a tutor. No, you weren't. I was. I was. Uh, a, I was a math tutor. Uh huh. Um, and the worst part about teaching kids is that I kind of talk fast and I like have a natural slur to my voice, so I'd always have to like really en- really enunciate. And then when someone asked what I did for a living, and I was like, I teach kids. <laughs> and so I was like, Yeah, I teach kids. They're like, you touch kids? Oh, oh you touch kids? Like, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that no. Whole, that was that was just like a fake out, so you could say yeah. I touch kids. I don't touch. Kids. Nah, I don't touch kids. I wouldn't touch kids. And um, I watched the movie Scarface pretty oh. recently, and um, there's a great scene in which um, uh, Al Pacino's character, uh, Tony Montana. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. Goes. He goes on his first, like, like crime job to get like to to deal cocaine or something to 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 bring the money to the cocaine man. And he's like, here's the part where Tony Montana does a crime job. But his friends are waiting in the car. His friends are waiting in the car. Went in the car. He goes in with his uh, his buddy, and uh, and then uh, they 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 have like a little talk about uh, nothing for a second, and then uh, and then somebody turns the gun on Tony Montana, and uh, and his and his friend, and then they're both like handcuffed to uh, the um, shower pole, or you know the shower. Yeah. And and like he has his hands handcuffed and while well, he watches his friend get chainsawed to death yeah and uh but then like you know his 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 buddies outside come in and storm the building and then kill everybody there and, and tony's saved and and then the person with the chainsaw is running away and uh you know like there's still all the the big bags of cocaine are in the suitcase and he's like get the yale get the yale get the yale, yeah, get the yale. and then then he goes running down the um the fire escape stairs to go catch the dude who's like shot and wounded, dropped his chainsaw, he's covered in blood. And uh, like uh, when Tony catches up with him, he, he like, he, he, uh, he, he taps him on the shoulder and he's like, all right. And then like gets him to turn around and look at the gun in his face. And he's like, your turn. And then he shoots him in the head. He's like, hey, makes him look at the gun in his face. Your turn. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me, uh, your turn. <laughs> uh, like it's the best way to kill somebody. Is that your favorite? <laughs> is that your favorite Albagina line? Uh, hey, your turn. <laughs> like, um, I'm not doing it right justice. You should go watch the movie. It's like I, nobody quotes that. I, I think my favorite Albagina Nobody quotes line, Scarface enough. My favorite Albagina line is from Heat. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, Hank Azaria has been like, <laughs> has been like fucking um, Val Kilmer's wife. <laughs> he's like trying to get dirt on her. Yeah. <laughs> Hank Azaria's like, Oh man, why do I even get messed up with this bitch? And she's like, "Cause she's got a great ass." Oh yeah, I know. And you've got your head all the way up. It. <laughs> yeah, I remember the part with the great ass. Yeah, it's classic line. Yeah. He's just sitting there like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I can tell you how you got tempted because she had a great ass or something. Yeah, I remember. She got a uh, yeah. Great ass. I did it wrong too. Uh, oh. You've got your head. Oh, I up it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> and he's like, inter- he's like interrogating the guy at the junkyard. Yeah. He's like, he's like, look, man, you know, I got this. And he's like, give me all you got. <laughs> I like, I like the part at the end of Speed when Sandra Bullock and uh, Keanu Reeves are reunited, and she's like, what happened? And uh, and, and like Dennis Hopper had accidentally <laughs> been decapitated, so he's like. He lost his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> he lost his head. I've been uh, I've been doing some real straight guy shit recently, yeah. which is just like sitting alone in a darkened room and watching the movie Drive, starring Ryan Gosling. I just watched that recently too. He's such a good movie. Yeah, I love Albert Brooks in that movie. Is uh, oh. yeah, where he's like, we uh, we kills brian cranston and then yeah. says you know it's over it's over it's all right it's all done it's over nothing you can do now just uh, relax like ron perlman is the other guy oh yeah yeah <laughs> where he's like, where he's like, when he gets drowned in the uh where he's talking to Albert, he's like he's like 
I'm 59 years old, Bernie. They pinch my cheek like I'm some fucking kid. (laughs) The same family that calls me a kick to my face. (laughs) Mm. Great movie. Great film. I'm 59 years old, Bernie. Well, like I'm, I'm so fucking kid. I'm glad we got to the bottom of something in yeah. this episode. I, I think I think we really did heal I think people. We all agree that <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about a lot of important we all agree things. That Al Pacino's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. And Ryan Gosling is literally us. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good at I could I could be as good as Ryan Gosling in any movie. I bet. Yeah, I bet I would be just could, as good as him. Do you think you could kick the shit out of that guy in the elevator? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would be just as good at doing that. And, and playing that role and, and driving those cars and looking that way. I think it'd be just as good as scaring off women. <laughs> Ryan Gosling in that huh. scene in the elevator. He stomped the shit out of that guy. The dude was trying to kill them. <laughs> he had he just, to. He just keeps kicking him. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say, okay, we're safe now. He's like, Until it's skull. He wanted to make sure, though. <laughs> skull like turns into soup. It's it's hard to kill somebody. I like it's very you know hard and and sometimes if you think somebody's dead, they could come back and shoot you in the yeah. back as soon as you know you you're done wailing on them. So yeah. you know if you if you're gonna do you you're, you get to finish the job. You have you know? to kill a man. Yeah, um, that's what we learned on the healing club today yeah. is that if you have to kill a man, just make, go all the make, way. Don't make, let him live. Make damn sure you kill make the man. Damn sure. Yeah, make, make damn, damn sure. sure his brains leaking out of his head completely. Yeah. Soup. You want to turn that man's yeah. head into soup? <laughs> soup. Du jour. Marinara. Basta <laughs> Yeah. Um. I told my boyfriend Andy that I had to go. Um, we were. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta stop. I, I gotta, I gotta take a shit. And uh, it's it's an emergency. I, I really have to go use the bathroom. And so then he like slapped me in the stomach as hard as he could to to get me to um, like spray my diarrhea everywhere. And uh, he called my diarrhea like uh, giblets with gravy. Like, like, <laughs> like, don't let your giblets and gravy spray all over your pants. <laughs> over, you know, like, like, it was like, uh, you know, um, but I think that's a good thing to compare diarrhea to is giblets and gravy because it's chunky. Is that, is that how and, you diarrhea? What? That's how I diarrhea. So the way I diarrhea, it, I'm like severely lactose intolerant. And like, so usually when I, well, usually when I take a shit, uh, it'll just be like if you've ever fired a twelve gauge, it's just like, and then yeah. I'm done. I just go, yeah, and, and then, then the I, and I then paint, it all splashes I, up and back I, up into your ass. And I then paint like the you, toilet brown. <laughs> yeah, and you, it you destroy it. Back up out of my yeah, ass. Yeah, and then I'm too cheap to buy toilet paper, so I just go take a shower every time I shit. Yeah. Um, but there must be like a YouTube uh, or or like you know a porn fetish for like. Yeah, you know, oh, but by people who destroy toilets the way people get their John faces. John McAfee. That's that's um, to look up to get your uh, to to see toilets destroyed by people shitting uh, gross shits. I John, bet you can look that up for like there's an X-rated gross shit. So John McAfee, like, the guy who invented McAfee antivirus. Oh and, yeah, like a bunch of other. He also shit. cosplays or or he also oh. like uh, has has like uh, like. And OnlyFans, where he like shits really hard, and people actually literally like, worse. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> there was a documentary about it, and <laughs> there was like there was like all these Costa Rican whores <laughs> who were like, yeah, he would take us, he would take us out on his boat in international waters, and he would make us sit on this hammock, and he would and that had a hole in it, and he would lie under the hammock, and he would have a shit through the hole in the hammock. Oh, he wanted his, people to shit on him. He would shit through the hole in the hammock into yeah. his mouth. Nice. And he would like pay extra if we had diarrhea. Oh, John McAfee would do that. Yeah, that's that guy, awesome. That's an awesome thing to do. Honestly, with your money. Kinda, yeah. that's kind of fucking baller. <laughs> that's like yeah. uh, probably like, deserved that shit in his 